Welcome to Flow Working, the entrepreneur's podcast, helping entrepreneurs tackle real-world problems in their businesses with tips, tricks, and advice from other solopreneurs. Hello, welcome to Flow Working, the entrepreneur's podcast, the podcast where entrepreneurs come to hear tips, tricks, and advice from other entrepreneurs about what it takes to run a business in all types of industries, and my guests share how they turn their passions into businesses. I'm your host, Megan Anderson, and in this episode, I'm joined by Angelo Ponzi. Angelo has over 25 years of experience as a marketing and branding strategist that works with small business, uh, small to middle market companies as their fractional chief marketing officer. He helps his clients in defining marketing opportunities, developing competitive profiles, audience personas, brand realignment, and strategic integrated marketing plans that help businesses compete in an ever-changing marketplace. Through his company, Craft Marketing Architects, Angelo focuses on three strategic pillars for success, insights, brand, and plan to develop effective and efficient programs for building enduring brands and sustainable business growth. Angelo, thank you so much for joining me today. Megan, thank you for having me. Uh, I really appreciate the opportunity. So I have to warn you, my dogs are going crazy in the background with this. Oh, that, that's great. <laughs> so it's exciting to get to talk to someone else who's in the marketing realm. I always love these conversations because we just kind of get to build off of each other. And one thing that I know um, you really focus on helping your clients, large or small, mm-hmm. in marketing research. So let's start there and talk about the importance of starting with research when marketing. Right. You know, it, it, to me, it's about knowing your customers. and but also knowing your competition. And so many times I'm working with companies and I'll ask, you know, what, what, when's the last time, frankly, you've talked to your customers? When's the last time you've done a competitive analysis? And at the end of the day, they, they don't. They, I, I call it, they sit in the boardroom and they talk to themselves. And so we need to get them out of that realm, get out and talk to the people that actually make decisions about their products and services. So market research has always been a core competency and in, in, in a service that I've always brought throughout my career, whether I was on the agency side, whether I was on the uh, client side, and now as a consultant, it's, it's really important that that's where we start to really understand. And so we dig in. Uh, a lot of times we focus on strictly talking to their customers to try to understand, well, why'd you purchase them? What's going on? What are the trends? Why didn't you pick the c- competitor, right? So we want to get those nuances to understand how to message and, and be more strategic later on. And um, so we'll, sometimes we'll use qualitative, sometimes we'll use quantitative. So qualitative really is having conversation. It's more observational. It's what we're doing today, right? With you and I were doing some research and you were interviewing me for one of your clients yep. versus doing a quantitative study where we're doing something that's more statistical in nature. And, you know, that's when that 37% of stuff, right? The survey says stuff yeah. comes into play where you can count and it's things that you can, you can bet, bet. The business on in a sense and then also we start to uh, overlay predictive modeling and predictive analytics so how can we make things happen a lot of research is what's happened in the past decisions that were made we want to turn those into how do we influence the decisions to be made and so i call it if you don't understand your customers you know you're in trouble because a lot of times in, in being in marketing you, you know this I'll get a phone call and they'll say, I need a website. I need a social media campaign. And it's like, number one, I don't do that. But number two, how can you do those things without knowing 
how to communicate with your audience. And I think that's the key thing for your listeners is get out of yourself. As an entrepreneur, and I, and I am one, and I've been there, and I've created some products, you know, we fall in love with what we're doing, and, and we tend to make those decisions based on how we feel versus knowing whether it can actually, yep. anybody cares, right? Does anybody, because that, that's the hard part is you, you know, you build a rocket ship, and then all of a sudden you forgot the engine because nobody cared about the nice shiny rocket ship it's just it is how it is in business that you build these things without your customers in mind you may as well just not be building yeah and, and there's so many you know case studies and stories about entrepreneurs in a sense or small businesses that launch a new product well uh, you know because it's a great idea mm-hmm. but nobody validates that idea and i i do some mentoring at one of the universities here in california and, and there's been many times i'm talking to these young entrepreneurs and they're gung-ho and they're looking for investors at the end of the day, as I can sit there and I can punch a lot of holes in what they're doing. Because my favorite is always, well, I talked to my mother and my father and my sister and my aunt and my uncle, and they all said it's a great idea. Yeah. Of course they do, right? Yes. Your family is always your biggest verbal supporter, but are they your target audience? Yes. So when you're, if, if somewhere to sit down, let's say just by myself, what is one just really easy way that you could maybe even just analyze who your target market is for yourself without having to do all the big data stuff? Because some people aren't ready to sure. do that. But what's just well, a place that we can do it for ourselves? Well, the first place is secondary research, right? So, it, so looking at existing information that's already out there could be an article from a trade show or a conference or a magazine or from Gartner or somebody else that's already done the research. Now, it won't specifically answer your question, yeah, right? but it'll get you around that. And we always add secondary research as part of it because we're trying to understand trends yeah, and what's happening in the marketplace. And that can help influence how you craft your messaging and your strategies later on. The other thing is just talk to your current customers. Or more importantly, talk to some of the customers you've lost oh, <clears throat> to yeah. try to understand why did they stop working with you or why, you know, was it a product or service? I had a uh, client had a great product, but they were losing business. And what we found out is they had some customer service issues. Ooh, and so yeah. people in that department were frankly ticking people off and, and, and their, their brand promise of, you know, we can do this for you is falling yeah. short. And so you've got to analyze internally as something that doesn't cost any money whatsoever, mm-hmm. whether you're a service or a product, you know, how frequency, what's the frequency of purchase? How often it's, I had a client in the Christmas industry, mm-hmm. commercial Christmas, very fun yeah. Christmas, <laughs> 365 days a year. But yeah. what we found out in analyzing their internal data was that if someone places a big order today, for example, yeah. this year, they won't place another big order for three to five years. Wow. So we know there's a cadence, but in between now, how do we keep that relationship? How do we sell them ancillary products and services every year? So we knew that cadence. So when we looked at uh, renewal of existing business, recapturing any lost business, and then the difference between your goals is new business, right? Acquisition. Yeah. And so we kind of worked out these internal formulas, that it, but we never once went out into the marketplace and asked any questions. That's where we started, internal data internal. To, to try to gather that. And then again, simple thing, talk to your customers. Yeah. And I think that's just the easiest. Why, you know, why do you purchase from me or why didn't you? 
And just having, you know, and some of those, why didn't you, you may not do it face to face. You may, Hey, you know, thank you for taking the time to meet with me today. Would you mind just filling out this little survey? Exactly. And just letting them, you know, you know, for smaller people out there, they're just here, just fill out this little survey and let me know your experience or, you know, why did you, or didn't you purchase? And it's just simple questions that can give you a lot of insight. Like you said, it may have been something is, Oh, your product is purple. And I was really looking for something red. Yep. You never know till you actually ask. Well, exactly. And there's that, you know, net promoter score. You're probably familiar, familiar with that, right? So, but that's a simple tool to find out how they feel about you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They give you a low score. You ask them why, you know, basically two questions and you can get a lot of insights. You can. So taking, you know, taking a look at the marketplace, taking a look at current mm -hmm. customers, past customers, all of that. But let's talk a little bit about competition. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of my watchers and listeners out here are coaches and consultants and there's big, I mean, you see the word coach and if you just got thrown into the, the masses as far as competition. So why is it important and kind of how do you look at a competitive analysis um, as part of this? Sure. So, so when we look at competitors for our clients or whoever we're doing the work for, including ourselves, actually, is we want to understand, number one, what services they're offering. And so we go through a process process that we call deconstruction, where we basically kind of deconstruct our competitors and, and we kind of create these matrix, matrices to try to understand what they're saying, how they're saying it, who they're servicing. Do we have overlaps? Do we have gaps? Are there opportunity gaps or are there, you know, barriers for success? Yeah. And, 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 and you, had a, you said, great, with the coaches. I mean, that's a perfect example. So I'm actually um, in consideration to working with a big uh, uh, coaching organization. Mm -hmm. So when I started doing some research, I'm not going to name them, but when I started doing research and I typed in their name, all of a sudden there were all these other companies out there using the exact same name. Uh -huh. And half of them were in the coaching field, just not as broad, yep. right? A little more regionally focused. And to me, my feedback to them was, this is market confusion. Yep. I, I, I don't know who you are. Actually, I didn't, there was one group their, even their visuals and the way they were doing their graphics were very similar to this other company. So I, I had to spend time trying to figure it out. So ultimately, you don't now go back to, as a coach, go back to your customers, right? You don't want somebody looking for you as a coach and going, I, I don't understand who they are, what they're offering, what's the value. And the other thing, too, I find with in, in doing this process of understanding your competition that you can become more customer centric than the value prop that you offer versus if you work with me, I'm going to give you X, Y, and Z. I'm going to talk to you once a week. And you know, those are, those are just features, yeah. right? What's the benefit? What's the value? Why the, why I should work with you, yeah. not how I'm going to work with the why. Nobody cares how you do it. They, if they want to work with you, especially coaches and consultants, no, it's you. Like I yep. tell people you show up as you and give that value how you do it doesn't matter to them. If, you know, if that matters to them, they're going to ask those questions, but most people it's who you are, not how you do it. Well, and people don't want to spend the time telling you, you know, how the watch works as opposed to what time it is. Right. So, exactly. And so I, I think that's, you know, for, for your listeners, that's really something that is difficult because right. We all want to talk about, I do this, I do a competitive analysis. Okay. That's great. But, but what's the value of that? And, and so those are the things that, you know, we, we as marketers and coaches and consultants need to flip mm -hmm. to help try to differentiate ourselves from other people doing the same thing. Exactly. And, and you said it, 
you know, if we, if we Googled coach right now, business coach, I mean, there'd be hundreds of thousands of people pop up. I, I think I did it one time and there was like a hundred million hits, like the, that little number at the top under the bar, yeah. how many and you go, that's crazy. Oh, even if you don't do a local search, it's like, how would I, you're not ever going to be able to show up authentically or uniquely in that space if you don't have a, a solid brand to stand on. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, which again, I love how you're coming at this from, we don't just go create a brand that's pretty pictures with a nice little logo that says, you know, oh, I like mm-hmm. owls. So I'm going to add an owl to my logo, even though that makes zero sense to your audience. They're like, how is an owl in life? I'm, I'm confused. Like, yep. how does this go together? Um, and we do that often come at a from our own perspective when creating a brand. Right. Well, and that's building that foundation, right? We're, we're in everything we're talking about doing the research, understanding your company, that's really all foundational work. So when you get to the point when you're messaging, there's a, a relevant message that, that I understand versus, you know, just telling me all the stuff that you do, you know, why are you going to help me? If I work with you as a coach, what's the value I'm going to get? How's my organization or me as an individual or my family, whatever it happens to be, I have to understand that. Why you're different versus everybody else. Now, you know, there's always that reason to believe I've been in business for 47 years, you know, and I've sold eight businesses. And so that adds a credibility, but that's, that's the, why, why should I believe you? Not why I should hire you per se. That's more that social proof piece than the, you know, why, why am I having this conversation? Where do I see myself in this conversation? That's that marketing piece that leading all your messaging into that as to their, their why, not your why. I mean, exactly. You're here for a why, but the marketing is really their why. Um, so part of marketing obviously is to get to the sales part. Mm-hmm. Like everyone confuses the two. I'm sure you get this. And that would be a whole conversation for another day, the difference between sales and marketing. But when we go to market and we've got our brand and we've done the foundational work and we're like, okay, I've got it all in point and I'm ready to you know, use this to grow my business. Um, there needs to be some plans behind it. So how do you help your clients or how do you work with clients around creating a plan for that growth once the marketing hits the... the- sure. Well, ultimately, you know, part of it is, where are they marketing, right? Is it a local? Is it regional? Is it national? And, and part of that due diligence, again, is understanding how people consume information, right? It's that customer journey that we, we've heard a gazillion times. But ultimately, if I understand that, well, let's just, I know I say this to a lot of my clients, if your customers are, you know, 55 plus, they might want to see a, a white paper, right? But if you're targeting a 25 to 40 year old, they want to see a video, right? So it's understanding how information is consumed and those start to help define the channels. And now there's a lot of secondary research out there that'll say, you know, how much time people spend on video versus reading a blog and those kinds of things, right? So that can help shape some of the thinking. There's tons of data on, you know, what day is the best day to post a blog and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Right. So, but ultimately all that's great, but if I'm targeting the wrong person or communicating the wrong way, you know, if I'm I'm using videos and I'm targeting, you know, a 70 year old, you know, wealthy individual and they're probably not watching my videos. Right. So that that's part of it. And, and so we kind of structure of 
what the best channels, how we layer the communications, right? A, a one minute video, you can get a whole lot of in, whole lot of things said versus, you know, a, a, a post on LinkedIn, right? So understanding how we communicate, how we build that story. And then ultimately, whether it's organic, whether it's paid, and you know, ultimately you can say, yeah, I want to run all these things on on Google ads or PPC ads, and then and all of a sudden you're you're spending you know five thousand dollars a month. Well, that's not going to happen, right? So a lot of that has to go to <clears throat> how can I organically grow it? Because I'm a big believer in that. If I have people, how can I get my people involved? And then um, you know, what's the budget you have to do things? Where do you spend that money? Yeah. And I think that's, that's an important part of the plan. Um, I, I will say sadly, oh, I used to cringe. I would, you know, watch these startup businesses and they, you know, they'd be like, oh, that's great. You know, I, I was either able to get a loan or my grandma gave me, you know, $5,000 and I went out and I got a website and I started advertising. Do it. They put that cart before the horse and all that hard earned cash or that borrowed cash or whatever it is, is just gone. You know, and I'm sure you see this all the time where it's like, great, you have a $5,000 website that will never sell anything because you have no idea either what you're doing, what you're selling or who you're selling it to. Yep. I have a, a client that we're, I've done work. I did some repositioning work and then a lot of messaging and I helped um, redo their website from a visual and a copy standpoint based on all the work we've done. And they came back to me. I don't know, last fall and said, we want to do some, you know, digital marketing, but I've been burned before and I need a, you know, a return on investment. What's your guarantee? And I kept debating. I, I can't guarantee you. There's too many other factors. I could do a great job, get a hundred leads to you and your salespeople can't close them. There's, a, there's no guarantee. And eventually what I said to them, here's the guarantee. If you don't do something, nobody will go to your website. Nobody will know who you are. Because if you're just out there floundering around to your point, you're an island out there floating and you hope people will find you. Not necessarily. And, and, and that company and doing research on them, they have five different companies doing the exact same thing with almost the exact same company name. So again, market confusion. Market. And they actually have two other names that you might see periodically. And, and so getting them trained, you can't do that. You are XYZ everything's in your signature you can't change your urls and one and another and so it's about every touch point needs to reinforce the brand and you know your your channel websites are so important i mean they are the calling card these days guaranteed they're going to go there they're going to read it and if it's confusing or difficult to read then you know that's where you need to start and everything needs to emanate from out from out I'm, of that i'm giggling because i'm I'm there. I went out and got this great website and was promised all this stuff and had given them, and I'm a huge organized, like gave them the whole site map and here's all the content that I want. And they literally put less than a third of the information I gave them on my website. So now I have this beautiful land, uh, you know, landing page. Oh, and so, so now I'm having to hire somebody else who understands the messaging. And I'm like, how did this happen? But it happens to everybody. Where, like you said, your client who if you've done a little bit of research, you would realize they're, they're confusing, you know? And so you, you drive traffic to something and then people are like, but that looks like this other thing. And is, are you this? And yeah, you just have to get that differentiating out there with the brand and then stay on message so that it all looks congruent when, when people, and I do, I'm, I embarrassingly took my website down. I was like, it's better to have nothing than this confusing something. 
Well, and you, you said a very key word, stay on message, right? And, and if you're on your own, your website, your you know, post on LinkedIn or your blogs, or there's always constantly somewhere along the way, you have to reinforce who you are and what you're about. Because if you're putting out multiple messages and they're confusing or, or, or so differentiated that it doesn't come back to who you are as a business or a person, then you know, you're hurting yourself more than you're helping yourself. Absolutely. Absolutely. That there's, there's just that, you know, and, and for the small people who are listening or watching your, your messaging doesn't have to be this big, broad thing. It could literally just be a repetition of three points written in great ways that you just always highlight these three points, you know, just the well, little it, Yeah, I'm sorry. And you, and you hit my three points that I have been stressing yeah. insights, brand and plan. Everything yeah. else kind of emanates and that that group, even though we call ourselves marketing architects, well, we're using research to build the blueprint. We're you know, so we're yeah. to then to get to messaging and then ultimately build the plan. Yeah. If somebody came to me today and said, "I need to build a website," and that's all I want to do, I I I say, "Here's ten people that can build your website." That that is just not how I work, and so that's and that again, that's your brand. That's staying on message. That's staying mm -hmm. for you, so that you can get the clients you want, but also let the people who are not right. So you're not, you know, spinning your wheels, time or money with yep. the wrong clients for the wrong results. And we've all been there. <laughs> been there. So for people who are watching and listening, what's a way that people can connect with you right now to get, you know, connected with you, get some more information from you or get scheduled with you? I'm going to, I'm going to give you my website. Because on my website has all the contact, all the information, and it has links back to my other channels. Um, and so my, my website is craftmarketingarchitects.com. Wonderful. So to the watchers and listeners, if you are looking for someone to help you in a very strategic manner, get your brand on point through data, through you know branding, and then making a plan. Plans are hugely important. Go ahead and tap one of the links below, get connected to Angelo and find out, you know, how he might be able to help you a little bit more in your own marketing. Angelo, thank you so much for joining me today. It's been fun to chat some marketing with another marketing person. I always love doing that kind of thing. So thanks yeah. for joining me and taking the time to be on Flow Working today. Yeah, Megan, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Yes. To my watchers and listeners, thank you for joining us for one more episode. And I'm wishing you peace as you flow off to the rest of your business day. We'll talk again soon. Are you a business owner with tips of your own to share? Go to flowworking.net, that's F-L-O-W, working.net, to schedule your episode taping today.